Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY, as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning, and much more, all covered now on Life Life Planning 101. Well, a very pleasant good Monday morning and welcome into Life Planning 101 on KTX KWBY. Angela Kennedy Robinson with us this morning as usual. And it's also the fourth Monday, which means we have a special guest who's entering the studio right now. Aaron Kennedy will be with us. Yes, I'm excited. We have a, a lot to talk about this morning. I guess I should say excited. This whole topic today was spun from a town hall meeting that kind of had me leaving feeling, oh my gosh, you know, <laughs> just when we think things are getting better, there's something that, you know, is prevalent and we need to be talking about it. And um, so, you know, we're going to be talking about Social Security and Medicare and the future of that. And is it basically a promise the government can keep? Um, and what that means for everybody at every age. And then, like you mentioned, we do have Aaron Kennedy in the studio. So later in the show, we're going to have him come on and give us a market update. We've had two outstanding dinners with our clients over the last month, one in Fort Worth and one in Abilene, where Aaron got up and spoke and gave a presentation on basically what we're doing in, in the portfolios today with the current market environments. And, you know, I think if, if I don't get anything else across on the show today with, you know, the way our economy is, because it is growing, but it's still fragile. There's a lot of things that are going on in the world. You know, the way that our tax system is, our debt system, Social Security, Medicare. If I don't get anything else across from you, I hope I get across from you that you need to plan. You need to take time and do something for yourself. Because that saying of, that we always say, the young person you are today is going to be the only person to take care of the old person you're going to be someday is more true now than it has ever been. We sat and we watched our parents or our grandparents even have pensions and have a strong social security system and Medicare where they didn't have to worry about most health care and retirement. Obviously, if there were long-term care issues, that was another deal. But their cares were little when they retired. Absolutely. And that is not the picture that is in the future for Americans. And I think that's important for everybody to take ownership in that because, you know, you have to wake up and smell the, the coffee, so to speak, that if you don't do something for yourself, no one else is going to do something for yourself unless we're all going to vote everybody in on socialism. And then somehow we're, we're all going to have a, a, you know, different retirement outlook altogether. So and healthcare plays a big, big part Massive. of planning for your retirement. Massive. You know, there's studies out there, and I, I didn't get, and I, I'm glad you brought that up. There are studies out there, I didn't get statistics on it, but just Google it. You know, what's the average retiree spend in healthcare and retirement? And it's usually above a quarter of a million dollars today. And that's with a Medicare system. So I want you to imagine that a Medicare system is cut in half or it disappears entirely. What does that mean for the future retiree? Right. And that's huge. So we have a lot to talk about today. So um, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. And when we come back, we're first going to talk about Social Security and Medicare. Are they promises the government can keep? And then you don't want to miss the end of the show. What everybody's been waiting for all month long is a market update from our very own CFA, Aaron Kennedy. We'll be back with more right after this on Life Planning 101. 
segment two of Life Planning 101. A lot of information. I'm going to turn it back over to Angela. Yes. Um, so Social Security, Medicare, you know, um, are they promises the government can keep. And, you know, I'll be real candid on the show. I, I got to uh, go to a town hall meeting with Congressman Mike Conaway last week. And it was a great meeting, but I will say it was probably the first time that we've ever heard a politician say straight out of their mouth, Medicare is a promise that we're not going to be able to keep. Mm. <laughs> wow. You're right. Yeah. So, you know, we always thought, okay, this is going to be political suicide. So whichever side of the aisle says it first is, you know, basically destroyed. And, but you, you know, know, you've got to be honest with yourself. You have to be honest with yourself. And the, and we've known it. We've known it for a long time. Yeah. We've, we, we, yeah, we've known that things have got to change and, and something's got to happen. And, you know, someone's going to have to take that bullet. And, and to his point, you know, he said the sooner we get to working on this, the better off we're going to be. But uh, virtually, you know, his comments were is that anybody under 55 better be planning today. And I, you know, I think that's extremely important that we all wake up and we smell the roses on that, you know, and, and more so, you know, you've got two sides of this. You not only have Medicare that is, is the government's, but you've also got the social security system and, you know, how, what kind of condition that is in, and you can actually look this up. You go to socialsecurity.gov and you can look at all their projections. They put them out there. You know, when is the social security system supposed to run out of money? When is Medicare supposed to run out of money? Well, by their modest assumptions, Social Security is going to run out by 2034. Medicare is worse. Mm. The Part A, the hospital, is going to run out in 2029. And that's if nothing crazy happens with inflation. Okay, so <laughs> you have to think about all this. And there's a multitude of things that are causing this depletion. You know, first of all, you have a government that's borrowed billions of dollars from these trust funds. So they have to replenish those. Well, how are they going to replenish those if they just cut taxes? Don't know. Second, you have programs that are entirely changed since their original premise of just providing Americans with their old age retirement, right? So used to Social Security was just for those people that were virtually in their last 10 to 15 years of life and, you know, just so they wouldn't live on the streets and right. because they couldn't work virtually. And if you think about it, you go back to 1935 when they signed Social Security into law. You could get Social Security benefits starting at age 65 and 65 only. Well, guess what the life expectancy was in 1935? Probably not much more than 65. Not even. Not even. 61.7 years wow. old. Wow. And today it is. <laughs> right. Right. So we bred our own problem because if we would have kept increasing Social Security benefits age, to our you know age that we're, we're our life expectancy age we wouldn't have never had this issue it would have always been what it is for today well we've added on top of that disability and um, benefits for surviving spouses and children and and welfare which is probably the biggest cut of all of it that's that's really taken you know the knife to social security system and the medicare system and the medicaid system right so you know we've got all these problems and it's not an easy fix because one once you give something to someone, taking it away from them, 
is near impossible. So, you know, how are they going to move forward with this and what are they going to do? And there are no solutions. And Congressman Conaway made that very clear. You know, they have some ideas that they want to throw out on the table and it's something that they're going to work hard on right now. But there is no solution. And I think that needs to ring true in everybody's head because, you know, here we are the last few weeks. All we've talked about is saving your crumbs. All we've talked about is using this tax code to get your planning done and doing what you need to do. Well, here's your opportunity because you need to do it. You have to do it. It's not a choice unless you just want to work forever. And then what if you can't work forever, even if you did want to work forever, right? And unfortunately, that happens to a lot of people. Their desire is to continue to work. That's right. But then something happens and they can't work. And then where are you at? That's exactly right. You know, and I was actually a study in this morning and I was reading on uh, a life insurance deal and, and I was talking about, you know, different ways to calculate a life insurance need. Well, one of the ways that advisors have used for years is that they do it in different age groups, you know, it's because when you have children at home, you get survivor benefits from Social Security. And then you have this gap in time when your oldest child leaves the house or is turns 18, turns the age of majority, that you can't take any benefits and it's kind of this blackout window until your retirement age again, right? And so you've always kind of planned life insurance benefits around that. Well, can a 20-something-year-old or a 30-something-year-old or a 40-something-year-old even do that today? No. No, not with this information, right? Because things are going to change drastically. So, you know, I don't think this is a matter of, you know, when I get around to it, I think it's a matter of everybody, everybody, whether you have a plan in place or not, you need to go back and revisit that plan and see if you can make it with or without Social Security. And by the way, that's our Twitter poll today. <laughs> Does your plan make it without Social Security and Medicare? Because and I would have to think the a large percentage would say, no, I cannot make it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because we've never planned for it before. You know, we've been telling, um, going to the high, the high school for years, and those kids just look at you like you're crazy. And we've been telling them you need to be saving 20%. That needs to be your goal, saving 20%, Okay. Well, I don't know what that number is if you start looking, you know, beyond these assumptions today. And you yeah. take a 40-something-year-old or a 50-something-year-old. Let's take a 50-year-old, okay? They're probably in worse shape than anybody right now. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that 50-year-old needs to do more planning than That's anybody, Terry. <laughs> so, not exactly. enough coffee this morning. And not enough coffee. Sorry, sorry for the bad news. <laughs> I said great show. I said not such good information. Um, but, you know, but it is true because here we are. I mean, in, in reality, they're going to have to make changes. They can't get this fixed. They've said that. They right. cannot fix this problem. So what do we do? Yeah. What do we do? We plan. We plan. We plan. And everybody's situation is different. You know, and I think that's the big thing is that remembering that, you know, if you're just looking and we talked about this a little bit last week about, you know, if you're looking at your neighbor and you just throw up your hands and say, I can't do it. Don't say that because you don't know if you can do it. You don't know if there's opportunities or options out there to be able to help you accomplish your goals. You know, uh, last week, for, for years and years, we've used a, a company called MediShare, okay? And we've used it for our healthcare because it's more along the lines of what healthcare used to be. And it's not a insurance program, but it's a Christian sharing program, right? But the cost of a major medical 
type healthcare need coverage is maybe a third or half of what a traditional healthcare policy costs today. Well, last week we had the opportunity, they just op- opened it up that they're allowing advisors and agents to be able to sell MediShare, get it out to the public because this need is so big. Right. So, you know, I don't think that, and, and when I say that, I, I don't, I say that because it gives you hope. It gives you a, a notice that things will come back to a norm, you know, and, and I know Aaron's going to talk about this a little bit, you know, with what, what he talks about all the time in the economy. But, you know, the same holds true with healthcare. is if the pressure is put where people can't afford a certain amount, then what is going to end up happening is those services or drugs are not no longer used. And so what happens to the prices? They come down. Right. right. So the system has to come back into checks and balances. So I, I say that in the means that I don't want anybody to lose hope over this. But what you need to know is that you need to save every dollar you can save. You know, get your priorities right. What's more important, buying the brand new truck with the extra two hundred dollars a month or is it? Be able to put that back put for your back, future. Right. Absolutely. And that's where you question is, am I, what I'm doing today, is it actually right? We've been in an environment in this country for years and years where all we do is keep up with the Joneses. Stop it. You have to ask yourself, if you look back in, over the last 10 years or 20 years when you hit retirement and you didn't do that, will you regret it? Absolutely. You will. You will. There's no there's no doubt about it. So don't do it. Okay. Spend your money on what we talk about. You know, experiences and other people. Save the rest for your future. Because even if you don't use it, what about your surviving spouse? What about the person you leave behind? What about your children? What about your grandchildren? Forget your gran- your children. Most of most parents don't like their children anyway, but they love their grandchildren. So forget the children. What about your grandchildren, right? What kind of mess are you leaving them with with no social security system? No Medicare system. A lot of problems. A lot of problems. You know, get your priorities straight and work on that today. When we come back, you don't want to miss it. We are going to talk about that market. Yes, that stock market. It's all coming up right here on KETX KWY. Final segment of Life Planning 101 right here on KETX KWY. Angela? Good morning again, Terry. And here he is, Mr. Aaron Kennedy, uh, our very own CFA. And uh, I think the answer everybody's been waiting for all month, especially Terry, he asked me every week, was Aaron coming on today? Is Aaron coming on today? <laughs> so here he is um, to tell us about what is going on with this crazy market and um, what we're, we're looking towards in the future. Yeah, well, good morning, everybody. Hey, the market's almost back to normal. <laughs> almost almost what is normal <laughs> yeah. it's more volatile than it is today <laughs> you know volatility's back a little bit that's normally on average the market is more volatile than it is today you know people have just been so spoiled with no volatility in the market we only think it goes up right. every single month no problem and and you know, it's funny because in january the market was up six percent and then february it was down once we started hitting the five percent down we started getting phone calls but that's still volatility volatility up volatility down and that's normal right you know we just forget that the market goes up and down yes (laughs) we got spoiled for what a period of 12 14 months yes yes it goes back to basic human behavior We, we get used to it and we think that's normal but it's really really not and it's a great thing because you know 
February, we're starting to say, hey, I can go back there and buy that now because that hit my price target. <laughs> you know, and before then, it was just going through the roof and you couldn't catch up. You were trying to buy, but it kept going higher and higher and higher. And you, you couldn't ever get to that point where you could make a good buy in the market. So volatility is welcomed, very welcomed. And it's all right to be scared, but if you look at the big picture, what has changed economically? Not, not a thing. All the volatility in February didn't happen because of some economic event. I think the market started going down, and there's some instruments in the market that caused it to go down faster than it should have. People were betting on that volatility. But if you take that out of the equation, everything's still going great. The economy's growing like crazy. Unemployment, it's very, very, very low. We got great tax cuts, you know, we're supposed to be working on this big infrastructure play. All this is wonderful for the market, you know, so there's not a real fear to jump out right now. We can kind of take that out of the picture. One of the things to look at is what our, our Fed's doing. Interest rates, inflation, those are scary. No, that's a bad word. <laughs> That's a bad not scary but concerning in concerning interest rates it, it's what the market prices all money for and it doesn't matter if it's earnings or uh you know your your cd payment you know interest is the price of money so if we know inflation's going up and the fed is starting to worry about inflation the Fed's tactic is to raise interest rates. So if we know the price of money's going up, that's concerning. And the one thing is the market never dies of old age. I read this the other day. The market always gets shot in the head by the Fed. <laughs> <laughs> so once the Fed starts messing around, you know, then we gotta be more alert. But on the flip side, volatility's okay. The economy's doing good. There's no big red flags out in the market. The U.S. might be the most expensive place in the world to invest, but there's other places to invest other than U.S. There's still great places to go, you know. So don't get too alarmed. Right. Might do a portfolio checkup. Make sure you're on the same page with your portfolio and your emotions. You know, that would be a, a wonderful place to start. Because the market does go up and it does go down. Yeah, and I know in the last couple of months, you know, you've been working hard on the portfolios and repositioning and uh, taking a little bit of the risk off the table, but not so much just to take risk off the table, but to create uh, purchasing power. And what are you getting ready for there? Well, typically when people are chasing stocks, and that's where we're at right now, the market gets overheated really fast. Once that greed sets in, the market gets pricier at an exponential rate. So we need to take some off the table just so if the market does make a correction, you know, we have something that didn't take that hit that we can take advantage of these better prices. Because if a company's not broken and it drops 30%, Hello, that's, that's awesome. Great. That's right. great. You yeah. Know? But on the flip side to that coin, if it never breaks, you don't want to be in a position that you're just waiting for that time for it to break. Right, right. The market can keep going up and be irrational forever. Either way, 
up or down. Right. You know, and that's where you make your money is something being irrational. Yeah. I remember, um, you know, when we created uh, your piece for advisors where, you know, you're actually helping other advisors manage their clients' portfolios. And um, you said, you know, we want to stick to these core disciplines because, you know, as an investor and the way we invest money is over the long term. And then we take this small little piece, and that's basically our play money. <laughs> you yes. know, it's, it creates our, you call it alpha, right? Um, where, where we are able to, to go back and, and take advantage of what the market's doing at particular times in history. And um, I think a, a, good, a good question, though, for you know, our listeners is, is, you know, how does, when you look back over history, how has that been successful through the bubbles, you know, that we've had, 2000, 2001, 2002, and then again in 08 and 09 when things got so disastrous discipline discipline is the most important thing out there and if you can construct your portfolio and remove greed you know or fear from your portfolio that is going to be the best thing for you long term because compounding is the answer and even if you compound at seven percent a year you get through all of those tough times and you don't panic. But if you're shooting for 12 or 14% and all of a sudden the market drops 50, you know, then you might panic and get back to averaging two. 2%, right. just like everybody else, everybody right? Else. So, yeah. you know, so I think, you know, again, moral of the story today, plan, uh, right? Plan. Doesn't matter if it has to do with your retirement, your Medicare, your Social Security, Stocks, your bodies, life, insurance, life insurance, your investments. It doesn't matter what taxes. My gosh, this is a year you need to take advantage and really sit down and get a good plan in place that is your foundation, is your rock to be able to make your decisions off of. Thank you to all of our listeners for listening. My name is Angela Robinson. Thank you to Aaron Kennedy, our very own CFA, for being on the show today. And uh, this is Life Planning 101 right here in Eastland, Texas. And have a great week and God bless. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services Incorporated is an independent, a Calton and Associates Incorporated and Smart Money Group LLC.